0: So thank you so much for staying with us uh, as we commemorate June 16th being Youth Day here in South Africa. 44 years, but really, was it actually just 44 years back? This is the conversation we're going to be having, and uh, you're listening to the music of Marvin Gaye. What's going on? And this song was requested by my current guest, Dinga Siquebu, who is a currently researcher for special projects at Nomsa, as he was also seconded to Tsitsimansi uh, Center for Activist Education, which ended in 2019, just last year in September. But he joins us on the line because what we usually do as media is that we 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 we're selective in our stories, right? So there is a popular narrative sometimes that will be narrated for a long time unless somebody else comes up with an alternate narrative. And sometimes we're lazy, sometimes we don't go there because it takes too much work and so on. I'm just telling you the truth of how media works, right? so the thing about what is happening here is that we're hoping to open up this conversation about what happened on june 16 was a culmination of so much more than just the day that we look at as june 16. so my guest is here to unpack all of us uh, all of that for us and at the time he was living in cape town a 15 year old at the time thank you so much for coming on to the show and welcome to the show
1: Thanks, thank thank you very much, uh, Pamela, and thank you for the for the invitation uh, on, on on this day.
0: Let's start with the song. What does it invoke?
1: Look, uh, uh, um, people like Marvin Gaye, uh, Curtis Mayfield. This was the music of the time. Um, as uh, black South Africans, we listened to soul music, which uh, came uh, from the states, and. Uh, uh, many of uh, the songs were sort of uh, inspiration uh, to to us as young people, and uh, the song uh, by Marvin Gaye "What's Going On" um, became uh, one of the anthems of the period. And as young people, uh, we danced to the music, but also we tried to find uh, meaning to the lyrics of, of of those songs. So Marvin Gaye, Curtis Mayfield were the sort of uh, uh, the music uh, in the background of uh, the uprising.
0: You know, I I want us to touch a little bit on what I would term as the unsung heroes of of that particular era of 1976. And of course, it's important to to symbol to have a, a, a narrow symbol to celebrate and commemorate a particular moment of history. But but this was a culmination of a lot of things that were happening leading up to this moment. Would you talk us through? It?
1: Look, uh, uh, most of the time, uh, you know, 1976 and the uprising uh, is narrated as as an explosion, uh, a response to the introduction of of Africans uh, as a medium of uh, instruction. I think uh, uh, historians and researchers have shown how uh, limited that interpretation is. Uh, I think it's, it's useful to see uh, what happened in 76 as a build-up uh, and, and an explosion, but the roots can be found in the general reawakening of young people from the late uh, the late uh, 60s. Uh, if you take, uh, for instance, in many of the boarding schools uh, in the Eastern Cape, in what was called the Transvaal, there were sort of strikes. Uh, in the early seventies around issues of food in these boarding schools uh, students walking out uh, because of uh, corporal punishment and if you look at seventy six and the repertoires of struggles um, that were using seventy six the banning of schools and and all of that all of these were rehearsed in the previous period, as I say going up uh, to the sort of the general awakening of young people. Uh, uh, in, in the late 60s and in the, in the early 70s. So it is useful to see 76 as a culmination of a, a longer process and molecular process that was building up where young people were rebelling against the system, against their parents, and against what they saw as a restricting and oppressive conditions.
0: I want us to talk to the turmoil also that was happening internally. So... Yes, there were these young people, but there were also um, these the the, the educators, African educators who were up against the wall because young people started taking frustrations out on them. There was a system that was also not listening to them. And a minister at the time, a Bantu education minister, who was categorically very clear about, we're not about to listen to these principals, teachers, and so on. Talk us through the tensions that were already brewing amongst the students, their teachers, their educators and how they have to find they they eventually found a common purpose for for this particular journey
1: look i mean uh, terminal, I, I i'll talk about uh, my experience uh, as, uh, as a student in in cape town mm-hmm. and 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 one of uh, my frustrations is that uh, uh, the uprising of 76 uh, is told in a sort of uh, one dimensional way mm-hmm. Uh, the tensions that existed sometimes within the student movement, mm. uh, between students and teachers, mm. and between students and their parents yeah. is somehow flattened. Yeah. And you never uh, hear uh, about about that. So, uh, for instance, uh, uh, in our schools in, in, in Cape Town, uh, the teachers uh, were not uh, quite keen mm-hmm. on us. Uh, marching onto, onto the streets, and they tried to contain the protests inside the, the classrooms. We thought that uh, they were just cowards, but I later discovered that some of the teachers had been involved in struggles mm-hmm. in the 50s, mm-hmm. and they knew how vicious mm-hmm. uh, the, so the apartheid police uh, were. And, uh, and, and, uh, and uh, quite soon we realized what the teachers were warning us against, uh, was was the reality when some of uh, uh, our colleagues were, were shot, uh, short short dead. So so this tension between uh, uh, teachers and students
0: uh,
1: was was something that was there, and we had numerous meetings where we which we convened with the with the teachers where we tried to find a common approach to uh, the situation. And these meetings were very ac- ac- acrimonious. Uh, uh, you know, we had uh, we thought we had the upper hand to tell the teachers what we thought. They thought that we were being sort of rebellious. And that sort of negotiation just went over weeks and months uh, finally uh, led to teachers sort of joining in and being supportive of, uh, of the struggles. It's the same thing uh, with, uh, with parents. Having uh, seen the repression of the early 60s, the parents were quite uh, worried about what was going to be inflicted against their children, yeah. and and they uh, were quite uh, anxious about uh, the, the actions that were involved in, and we thought that, uh, that the parents were sort of cowardly, and uh, and 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 many parents meetings and meetings with parents were held to 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 convince them to support the the, the, the students. How, how and and. and, and Yep.
0: Go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. Go ahead,
1: Dinka. No, no, no. I, I was just saying. What's, uh, uh, what's, what, what's interesting is that uh, uh, just, just think about I, myself as a 15-year-old, and now wanting mm. uh, to take on the police, mm. and uh, and and being generally rebellious, and many of the parents they, they could not understand this, and they found the uh, explanation in. Uh, in in, Bi- in the Bible and, and mm-hmm. prophetic uh, <laughs> uh, verses of the Bible, where you know they would argue that, oh yes, the Bible had said that there will be a time where the son will dishonor the father and the daughter will rise against her mother, and and that this was the only way that they could explain how all these sort of teenagers were sort of rising against a, a, a strong and a mighty and a mighty system.
0: Let's talk about how important it is for us to also recognize the other protests that happened after the particular day on the 16th. So the 17th, uh, Alexandra erupted itself into a bloodbath. And and we still have young people who are not accounted for in Alexandra. We had... Other mushrooming protest, not necessarily protesting Afrikaans, but in support of what was happening in Soweto. So uh, there's always the argument, so what was what were the the the, the 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 colored young people protesting about because, you know, one would argue Afrikaans is in their favor. What that, that's not the point, right? And then what were the ones in the Bantu stand protesting about because they didn't have the Afrikaans as a problem? That wasn't the point. The point is that there was solidarity of protests happening all around us.
1: Look, I mean, I think this is uh, this is uh, important, and uh, it is important in how history is is, is told. I mean, for instance, uh, the uprising uh, happened in Soweto on the sixteenth of June. Yes, uh, we walked out of the classrooms in Cape Town township schools on the eleventh of August. Mm-hmm. So it's more than a month. Yes, so. So I always say to people, you know, the the, the Soweto uprising took about uh, six weeks to get to Cape Town, mm. and and sometimes what is not told is how it traveled, how it got to Cape Town, mm. who were the carriers, how it reached a uh, 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 Cape Town and the different parts of of of, of, of South Africa, mm. and and if you take a, a place like Cape Town where I was, we uh, came out not because of the africans which has been introduced but in solidarity uh, uh, with the students of soweto and other parts of the country who were brutally uh, uh, killed and 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 injured so ours was an act in solidarity and i think it's important to understand how people sometimes uh, act not because of an identification mm. with uh, the initial cause, mm. but because of empathy and solidarity. Because if you don't do that, you would not understand how people in the Cape flats whose uh, 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 mother uh, tongue is African came out uh, and supported a struggle mm. which predominantly was about the uh, introduction of, uh, of, of Africans. And, and, Kamala, I think it's it's also important uh, to understand that there were other things that were happening in the country. For an example, in 76, in October, uh, the homeland, which was called the Transkai, was being a frog march to accept independence. And there were sort of struggles around the Transkai independence. And when '76 and the youth uprising began, it connected in Transcai, in Boua with the movements that were opposing uh, the, the sham independence that was being foisted on people uh, in, those, uh, in, those, in those areas. Mm-hmm. And therefore it's uh, vital to see these connections mm-hmm. and how what was a spark in Soweto connected uh, with the other issues in the country.
0: You know, I was today looking at a clip by Tieti Mashinini and and what struck me was not I mean, I think we know what he stood for and how he led, as you are saying, a young people that were not listening to anybody. That's because, you know, they had this leader in people like Tieti Mashinini. But I was struck by how young he was. I mean, looking at him now, I think, my word, I mean, this was quite a powerful young man. And, and, and that is where that energy of these young people came from, from that world.
1: Look, uh, as as I say, uh, uh, sometimes, and this I can say as a a parent now, Mm -hmm. uh, the the energy of young people, the the militancy and the determination, and the fact that uh, 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 many of us, that generation of 76, had not... Uh, experienced the repression Mm. of uh, the early 60s. We didn't carry the scars that our parents carried Mm. uh, of uh, the bannings, the imprisonment. So for us, uh, what we saw was the oppression that uh, was was around. And we uh, were determined so that uh, we end uh, that, uh, that, that 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 oppression, and this is what happens uh, with uh, with young people uh, uh, throughout the world. That uh, uh, not being burdened by the sort of a previous cycle mm. of, of struggles, mm. uh, and being uh, in in many ways inspired by what they think is mm. possible, mm. Uh, this sets them on a on a on a path which uh, their parents are are unable to anticipate and appreciate.
0: Often quite necessary. Having said all of that and reflecting on what we are seeing now, what do you make of what we're seeing right now?
1: I mean, as, 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 as I say, uh, I, I have a faith in, 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 in young people. Mm. Uh, and, and interestingly, you know, I was looking at, at uh, the movement that has sort of exploded throughout uh, the globe, yes. uh, uh, the Black Lives Matter, mm. and I, and and looking at that movement, I, I saw uh, things that uh, were there in '76, mm. and sometimes we don't focus on them. Watching some of the footage. Uh, I saw uh, people marching uh, in the cities of the U.S. and in the middle of uh, all this protests, with people dancing, doing bus stop, and uh, it's, it's, these are young people. Mm. So the fact that they're involved in a in a big struggle doesn't take away the youthfulness. It doesn't take away <laughs> uh, uh, the youth cultures that mm. go with uh, these mm. uh, these uh, these, uh, these struggles. And and what we have to do as uh, an older generation is to give the young people the space Mm -hmm. to express themselves. We can uh, bring in what our experience is, Mm -hmm. but ultimately it is the young people who will shape uh, the future.
0: I really appreciate so much the time you've taken to take us through that journey and and just opening up a lens a little bit to what June 16 means and broadening the scope in our lens. Thank you very, very much for taking the time. And and, and I hope you, you have a good reflective day today.
1: Thank you, thank you very, very much, Pamela,
0: and thank you to the listeners. Atinga Sekwebu, who is currently a researcher for special, special projects at NUMSA, but really we are talking to him because he was a young person uh, around 1976. Around, he was 15 years old at the time, lived in Cape Town. He was involved as a young student in Langa, and, and the whole point of this conversation is to open all of our minds and hearts to the fact that June 16 didn't happen as a day in isolation. So much happened before it. So much happened during the day and post that particular moment. So we're reflecting on all of that. And I also want to know what your reflections of the day are. If you were young at the time, let me know if you're young now. I'm really looking forward to hearing your reflections of the day. 0891 10427.